everyone, welcome to one of our early episodes of FinTech Walkabout, uh, a new podcast from AppTap. Uh, we're very excited today to have Nicola Anderson joining us from FinTech Scotland, uh, where we're going to talk about the early days of open banking and, and what FinTech Scotland are up to um, and how things might progress from her perspective. So Nicola, it would be great to get just a very quick introduction from you, if that's possible. Sure. Thanks for having me, Will. Um, so as you say, Nicola Anderson, I'm the Chief Exec at Fintech Scotland. Um, Fintech Scotland is a cluster management organisation and we're here to help um, realise the economic opportunities that Fintech presents as we think about that for Scotland, of course, but also thinking about that more broadly across the UK. Um, so we're working with a host of Fintech innovators as they think about developing new propositions and services in the financial service, services vertical and more, um, with more focus as well on the developing digital economy. Brilliant, thank you. Well, we'll dive into a little bit more on FinTech Scotland and what you're up to now in a little bit, but um, just kind of rewinding time uh, before your time at FinTech Scotland, you were at the FCA. Could you give us a little bit more info on, on kind of what you did there? Sure, so, and actually, it was while I was at the FCA that I started at FinTech Scotland. Um, so, yep, you're absolutely right. I joined the regulator in 2008 at the height of the financial crisis, actually, or just at the beginning of the financial crisis. Um, and at the time, the FSA was a recruiting for conduct regulators, as we think about the importance of conduct regulation in financial services. Um, and it's just been a really great opportunity more broadly to learn about the financial services industry across my time at the FCA. Um, and just before I left, I was working in retail banking supervision. Um, and it was a time when open banking was starting to really um, organizations across that kind of vertical were thinking about how they utilized open banking and how they implemented the changes that open banking afforded. Um, and so as a regulator focused on open and retail banking, um, I started um, on to comment into FinTech Scotland. That's interesting. So that is obviously a tumultuous time to be joining um, a financial regulator. What was that transition like as you, you know, joined and then went into the kind of retail banking supervision role? Um, especially as open banking started to come through. And what did that look like in terms of your focal points or your touch points with, you know, these financial institutions, the CMA and so on? So you're really taking me back, actually, to across my career. That's interesting. <laughs> so I, um, I joined the regulator from the hospitality industry. So I was, a com I was completely new to financial services as I stepped in. To that to that role and actually that was something that they were interested in they were looking for people who um could bring in that kind of fresh perspective um and i remember starting at the regulator thinking about how important that role was and how much we need to really help people understand more about what goes on behind the scenes in financial services um, and that stayed with me i think right across my career at the fca um, um because we're the, that that organization is really focused on delivering good outcomes for consumers and for citizens as we um particularly through the financial services experiences and open 
banking as it progresses, I think allows us an opportunity to bring more transparency into financial services and into banking in particular. And with the propositions that are being developed through the open banking framework, if you like, uh, and um, through that capability, we're definitely starting to see products that will engage people more and have that potential to engage people more in their financial lives. And I think that's only a good thing. That's actually really interesting. I think that's something that at APTAP we're trying to drive, as you know, um, just how do people more naturally engage with their financial situation and how do they improve it day to day. Um, but on a more kind of technical level, we've seen, you know, a massive transition from, let's say, more traditional methods of, of data collection or um, insights like screen scraping or um, kind of user led data sharing or manual input from customers or um, even the financial institutions themselves into what is open banking at the moment. What were your kind of core considerations when you were working through the FCA uh, and now into FinTech Scotland for um, you know, implementing that kind of change? Yeah, it's, 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 there's quite a lot in there, actually. It's really, really interesting points. Because um, in essence, what, what, you're, what you're talking about, I think, Will, is the consistency um, that open banking has allowed, that kind of... Um, that, that kind of framework and the infrastructure that allows people to consistently um, access and, and have confidence, I suppose, as they access that data. And I think that's equally as important for a consumer to know that the third party that they've given their consent to is able to um, avail of those standards. That, that's a really important foundation, I think, that we can't move away from. Um, and, and that's certainly something that open banking and the legislation behind open banking has really tried to cement, to really put in place those foundations that are vitally important, because that builds confidence, because if, if you're confident as a service provider that you're able to avail and provide, of the, provide those services, the consumer's confident that they're able to get those services, um, and that just then continues to build confidence in the way things work and i think that's really really important um, and and i think uh, you know open banking and the legislation behind that certainly um does what you know it's working really hard to put that that framework in place but whether a consumer understands the term open banking you know i'm not sure and, and i think there's lots of conversations around um at the moment as to as to what is understood about open banking, but I, I think we need to take that back to consider what do we really need to understand about open banking? Who needs to understand it? And in truth, from a citizen or a consumer's perspective, I think what they need to understand is, is how it can be utilized or, or what's the product and what's the benefit for them. Mm. So yeah, you've actually preempted on, on one of my next questions, which was around just the vocabulary um, and how much of that really, yeah, it's a, maybe a bit too strong, but like how much of that matters? Uh, does it matter that, you know, I as a consumer on the street understands what open banking means from a re regulatory perspective? Or to your point, is it, is it more around the value that that brings to them at the end of the day? So I, so pers my personal view, I think it's more about the value. So, so if you think about, um, 
So, so sometimes it's likened to the electricity network, isn't it? Um, and so as a consumer of electricity, you just want to know that it's there. You just want mm. to be able to plug in, you, you know, and, and you, of course, you know that you there are certain there's certain equipment that you need in various different parts of the world to be able to avail of that type of utility. Um, but you don't need to know the technical nature that sits behind the piping of that. And, and I think that's, that's where we need to, to, to kind of get to. We'll build confidence in consumers' utilization of these products because of the value that they deliver. And, but equally, the kind of infrastructure is important to the likes of you because then that drives efficiencies in, in, as you develop your product um, and proposition for the consumer. Yeah, I think that's a, a really interesting point. Efficiency is uh, something that we will have many discussions with uh, major financial institutions uh, over the course of the next five to 10 years and, and more. Uh, and that's something that we'll probably touch on later on in this session, but be interested to get your thoughts on, you know, how's it going? What's what you know? How, how is it actually going today? Because I think there's it's kind of a mixed bag when you ask this question uh, across regulators, across financial institutions, TPPs. Um, you know, you go to various conferences in the industry, and you'll hear, well, only thirty percent of customers know what the term of banking means, but then you're seeing, you know, fifty plus percent of customers actually engage with open banking based tools. So it's a it's a bit of a dichotomy. So keen to get your thoughts. So yeah, I come back to the point about what, what is it important for consumers to know? Do, do people need to know about open banking? Maybe they don't need to know that term particularly, but they need to know that there is credibility behind the propositions that are utilizing that um, kind of that kind of infrastructure. Um, and so so it comes back to the same standards that um, we're thinking about how the regulator plays a role, um, how the standards across the industry really are important, um, and, and how we get value for customers. So your, your question is, how's it going? So yeah, I think it's a mixed bag. Um, I think there is more to do. Um, and I, so we're certainly seeing um, some innovators who have been thinking about how to innovate with the types of data that open banking allows them to get access to for some time. And those organizations are, are making good progress. Um, I, I think there is still quite a, a way to go to um, for us to really realize the benefits of open banking into open finance. And there's quite a bit of discussion on that at the moment. Um, but I think we have to be confident about open banking first before we move into that territory and take those lessons with us. Um, and, you know, I, I think we can tie ourselves up in knots about what do consumers and citizens need to know about the term open banking. I'd much prefer that we see uh, the focus on the value and the application and the products for consumers being um, you know, as we've talked about already, been of real value to them, as opposed to trying to educate them around the term open banking. Mm. So I think there's a couple of things out of that, but the first thing I'd like to touch on is we've had a lot of, you know, TPPs arise, the likes of AppTap and, uh, you know, the true layers, the Tinks, the Buds of the world um, come through off the back of open banking being implemented. But 
know, through your time at the SCA and now at FinTech Scotland, what was or what do you make of the kind of incumbent response to open banking and how that's how that translates into what we've just been talking uh, talking about in terms of the value that goes to or is put in front of the customer? Um, so um, I think at the moment what we're seeing when you talk about incumbents, you're you're you mean the retail banking, the retail banks, yeah, yeah, the large yeah, retail yeah. banks. And yeah. um, and I think um, at the moment what we're seeing is those retail bank organisations starting to think about how they could really utilise open banking. So. Um, at the beginning, there was quite a lot of focus in creating the environment and getting the infrastructure in place to allow it to work. And, and that takes time, particularly as we were really clear in the UK that we want to develop consistent standards across a range of different large organisations. Mm -hmm. um, and so there will definitely be lessons from that that could be then taken as we move into open finance, which was the point that I was making earlier. But we're probably at a point now where that that has progressed. There's definitely been bumps along the road and hurdles that have that have needed to been overcome. Um, and we're definitely at a stage now where organizations can start to think about, well, what is the value for the consumer and really thinking about how we utilize this infrastructure that we've just developed. And we're seeing more and more of those incumbents thinking about how they partner with fintechs particularly to deliver that and to deliver that much, much more quickly. Um, and again, we're now entering into another period of newness, if you like, um, where there will be other lessons that we need to lean into and to advance solutions for. But I think we're really, you know, we're moving down that road well, so that we're actually asking these questions now about value for customers, as opposed to asking the questions about infrastructure and behind the scenes capability. There's a lot of that <laughs> early days, right? And this has been a, a massively expensive exercise 